y'all. This is Shanice with the Woman at the Well podcast. Today I have a guest. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I'm excited to be here. Guess who it is? It's Pastor Rise, the Body in Christ Worship Center. You know what? I uh, Before we get started, I just want to give a shout out um, to tell you just how grateful I am to be a part of this ministry. I really am. Uh, I told myself I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll both try not to cry. <laughs> well, because I wanted you to know, and then I wanted to make it publicly known, you know, that um, we really are happy to be a part of this ministry. We never seen, I'm talking about my husband and I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we never seen a ministry quite like this one before. I haven't, and we talked about this, uh, Ronnie and I, and we were just like, it's just all, you know, like shocking all. Oh, wow. Um, just how much love it really is. I mean, it just feel like, I don't know, when we come here, we, for me, I feel more free. Mm-hmm. To be Shanice. Yeah. You know, yeah. like y'all, yeah. you're not, um, you all are willing to let people be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so that's a major thing. You know, like when people go into a ministry of a, or a church and then uh, things are just so much in a box mm-hmm. to where like people Been can't. Been there before. Yeah. People mm-hmm. can't truly uh, be the person fully God intended them to be because of the box. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's it's funny that you say that because when we first started the ministry, that was one of my biggest fears was that I wasn't going to be able to be myself because I had, um, you know, grown up in church, around church, and I've been around first, first ladies before, and I was not them. Like, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just me, like, and I don't know how to be anything else. So I remember telling Alfred I was excited about um, him accepting his call, but at the same time, it was almost like instant excitement, but then instant fear mm-hmm. of, you know, how am I going to do this? Because that's what I what I've been used to is not what I am. And so I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I don't think I'm anybody's first lady. <laughs> so he was like, why do you say that? And I said, well, because I just, I don't act like a first lady. You know, I'm, I don't wear hats. I don't want to sit in no special chair, not, not down in anybody else that, you know, likes to do that or that's, you know, where they are. It just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, no, you can just feel free to be who you are. And I said, I don't know. Are you sure? <laughs> But he, he kept reassuring me, and that's just kind of been, you know, how I have been, how I've um, gone into ministry, and I just think that everybody ought to be able to just be who they are. God created us to be who we are and not to pretend to be something else or somebody else, and so I think that is the beauty of, of ministry is that it's so many different personalities and that we don't all have to act the same, so I'm excited to have you guys. You know, it's it's... It, it can be a challenge trying to get to know everybody. Yes. Um, but I'm excited um, to have you guys, excited to get to know you guys and learn your personalities and get to know, you know, just, you know, how you flow. So I'm excited about that. Excited to have you and your family. 
Yes, we're excited. But, you know, speaking of my personality, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Sunday when we were uh, doing the announcements, uh -huh. you know, I was getting ready to say when I was talking about welcome to the guest, wave your hand. I was going to say, wave your hand. You yes. know, like what you did? Yeah. But then, <laughs> I was, so I was getting ready to say it, but then I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then right when, you, then you just came right behind me and did the same thing. I'm like, well, I guess. Yes, be yourself, girl. Yes, absolutely. I was like, I don't know. They might be like this woman over here tripping. Well, you know what? If that's the case, they probably been saying I'm tripping a long time because that's just that's just me. That's just how I am. So yeah, I'm glad you feel free to be who you are. Yes, and one more thing before okay. we go into okay, dig a little deeper. Okay, is that I do love the fact that you are not trying to do everything. Oh. Yeah, so I, that took a while though. You know, I mean, I can understand like if you don't have a person right, to do right, it. Right, right, But right. I've seen ministers' wives try to have their hand in everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you kind of just, you know, pull back and you kind of let, you know, if the Lord sends somebody who yep. can do this, you're not trying to, yeah. you know overpower and be like, you know. Girl, I know my lane. <laughs> but everybody know. don't mean I'm that person. I'm known for that person. I have boundaries. Yeah. And I stay in my life. See, yes. that's what I'm talking about. That's, yes. that's the kind of flow you get over here at this yes. body of Christ. Yes, y'all come on over here. Come on. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, the question that everybody will be asked mm -hmm. eventually is what does the woman at the well mean to you? You know that concept. Oh, gosh. When I first um, just, and I just happened to, I don't know, I guess you posted one of the podcasts, and I guess I had never seen it before I, or listened to it before, and so I just happened to click it. First of all, just the name in itself was, um, it kind of drew me in, because I think, you know, we all are like that woman at the well, right? We all are like that that one who is in need of just that encounter, that life-changing encounter with Christ. And so I think for me, just knowing that um, there's, it, it talks about the woman at the at the well, but it's really like all of us women right, at the well, right. you know? And so it kind of makes you feel like, um, I know that I'm not alone, even though in that particular um, story, she was by herself. But I think, you know, we all can relate in some way, shape or form to her in that moment. And so I think it kind of, it, it creates like a sisterhood. It creates like this um, unity between women that can say, you know what, I've been through some stuff, you've been through some stuff, but God still loves us. He still wants us. Right, you know, right. And we're not, you know, he doesn't dis just discard us. And right, so I think exactly. for me that's what, yes. that, what that meant. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what that meant for me too. Oh, I, see. <laughs> yes, ma'am, because I was like, uh, you know, um, I posted the the initial Woman at the Well podcast mm -hmm. that led me to changing the name of the podcast to the Woman at the Well I posted that podcast because I wanted some people to kind of go back and see, like, why I chose the name The Woman at the Well because mm -hmm. I, I felt like it was me. Yeah. You know, because of all of the things that I've been through, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, okay, so I'm this woman at the well where the Lord is telling me about myself. Yeah, about myself. You know, like yeah. reading me, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so I just, you know, I was just like, Lord, you know, so many of us is in that same situation if we be true to ourselves right. you know we find ourselves maybe not 
I found myself back at the well so many times, yes. I don't even know yes. how to count. Yes, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. And I love that he allows us to come back to the well. Yes. You know, so. so many times. He's like, oh, boy. Uh -huh. Here she come again. again. Back. <laughs> Did you not learn anything? Right. Oh. Right. But, I get that. But he's not even talking trash about me. Nope. He's not even reminding us about the last time mm -hmm. we was at the wheel. He ain't even just coming like this is my first yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. All over again. I love that about yes. him. Yes. I love that oh about him. Oh, my goodness. I pray that that is a characteristic that I have with people. Like, that I can just be patient with people and allow them um, to heal from whatever, you know, brokenness that they've experienced. Because we all need that, right? Yeah. So, I really, I think that for me, that's one of the uh, characteristics about Christ that I really um, aspire to have. It's just being patient with people and being there when they have to come back and not making them feel like, oh, here she come again. What, what? Did you not learn anything, right. you know? But making them feel comfortable enough to say, you know what, I know a place. Right, I yes, ma'am. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I love that. Yeah, and we can lead them right back to Christ. Absolutely, absolutely, every mm -hmm. time. Every, every time. time. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so what, um, did you get a chance to look at your question? I did, oh, I did, okay. I did. And I was cool with all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you go just ahead. go right ahead. I'm the Oprah book girl. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, so what was the time in your life where you felt the most alone and why? So, um, you know, Alfred and I, my husband Alfred, we got married real young, like nineteen, twenty, I think. Nineteen or twenty years old. And so we got married pretty much right outside of high school. And uh, neither one of us knew what we was doing. And I think we just kind of thought that, you know, we knew marriage was the next step for us, but we didn't know how to do marriage. And so um, when we first got married, our first few years was like trash. It was absolute garbage. Like, <laughs> it was the worst it, I felt like it was almost the worst decision both of us had ever made in our life. Um, I had I went into the marriage with just a lot of um, brokenness and stuff that I had never even told anybody about, and which ended up causing me to have some emotional um, stuff that I was dealing with that um, kind of made me disconnect from Alfred in an intimate way. And that kind of pushed him on out there to do what he wanted to do. And he did what he wanted to do. And a lot of days I told him, go do what you oh want to do. Oh, my goodness, girl. Oh, my goodness, you I, was being a Sarah. I, I was. Go <laughs> do what you want to do. And then we get mad when he did yes. what he wanted to do. So we went through that for, like, uh, for first few years of our marriage. And I think for me that was probably um, one of the most alone times that I've ever felt because at that time I didn't really know God. Um, I knew God, but I didn't have a relationship with him. Let me say yeah, you that. You didn't know him. I didn't know him. Right. Yes. So I didn't, re I didn't really feel like I had anybody or anything. Alfred was like my entire world. Like I met this guy, he swept me off my feet. I was like, he would never, he would never. And when he did, I was like, Oh, yeah. What do I do with this? You know, because I never expected it. And I didn't have enough sense at that time, I guess, to go to God about that. And so I was just by myself. 
And so I just dealt with it, you know, the best way that I could, which was not in a healthy way, which was not um, in a way, in a, in a good spiritual way, mental way, any kind of way. Mm -hmm. I just, I didn't deal with it well at all. And so I think for me, that was probably the most alone I've ever felt. I was with somebody, but still felt really alone. Wow. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Well, I can share a little bit too about my aloneness. Um, I went through, I went through a similar, I was, somebody just asked me, me and my husband the other day about, they was trying to say, can we give them some type of advice? Because, uh -huh. you know, we've been married for, you know, almost 10 years or whatever. I'm like, that's nothing to me. We ain't been married that long to be trying to get somebody mm -hmm. some, and you know. Marriages ain't lasting that long no more. And, <laughs> and so, um, Ronnie says, well, one time, one Sunday morning, I got up to go to church, and Shanice said she wasn't going to church. And then he said, I get home, and my bag's packed. He oh. <laughs> didn't put them out. And then they say, well, how long y'all have been married? We hadn't been married a good six months. Uh-huh. Yep. And I had said, look, I ain't got time for this. Yes. I was about to get on my nerves yes. all kinds of stuff. It yes. wasn't even a good six months. Yeah. I'm talking about, oh, I'm sitting up here. I didn't want to church. <laughs> Went to church and prayed and everything. He get home and his bags packed. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was like oh, what? Really? And so yes, and wow. so I was just like, I really had to come to myself. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you know what, girl? But, but like you were saying, I have been through so much stuff, mm -hmm. and I talk about some of these things in some previous podcasts about so many things that at that time I didn't know how, before I didn't know how to deal with it. Right. right. And so like when I had did that to Ronnie that time, I was just like, you know what? I know better. Yeah. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. I know better. And yep. when you know better, you, you do you better. Should. You should. Exactly. Yeah. And so exactly. I had to hurry up and correct that. Yeah. You know, and say, you know, but I was, I was like, you know, I had been, uh, Divorce uh, for eight years. I have been raising those kids alone, mm -hmm. and I was just like, you know what? This is a halfway decent man. <laughs> right. <laughs> what am I doing? We were sitting up here all this time. Yeah. Somebody Lord to send somebody uh -huh. to, to find him a good thing, mm -hmm. and then you send up here. You want to put his ass? Could have got him at the door. Wait, yes, on. I really did. Yeah. And so I was at the. That was a moment in my life when I was at the well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Having the Lord to, to, you know, sometimes we got to be put in check. Listen, yes, we do. Yeah. We have to always, I, I think for me, this is a, a blessing and a curse for me, I think, because I will, the Lord makes me check myself a lot of times. Like, but I think sometimes I can check myself. Like, I pick myself apart sometimes. Mm -hmm. I try to figure out what it would, sometimes I hadn't done anything you know, to warrant something that has been done. But I will pick myself apart and saying, well, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do to make you do this? Or what did I do to make them say that? Or what did I do? And sometimes it's not that I did anything, right. you know, yeah. but I have, but I have that thing. Like I, I'm always self-analyzing before I point the finger at anybody else. I always look at me and like say to myself, what did I do? What did I contribute to this? How did, what part did I play in this? Did I do anything, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there have been some times where the Lord has really allowed me to do some real good self 
discovery, but then I think there are some times too that the enemy can kind of play on that and make me really, you know, cause you to have self doubt and, yes, and, yes. and to try to be a people pleaser and to try to make peace when you shouldn't be making peace at all because that ain't what God wanted you to do. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I fell in that role yeah. of trying to be a people pleaser yeah. and um, doing what I think people may mm-hmm. may like or, you know, instead of just doing me. Right, right. And I think that's some of those times that you feel kind of alone in that because you just kind of feel like, you know, nobody really understands what I'm dealing with right now, you know. And you just, you go with what you feel. But I'm so thankful that, you know, through all of that and through growing and maturing and getting closer to God, he has allowed me to see. Now, I still have some of those moments sometimes, but I'm not as bad as I used to be. The Lord has really helped me to kind of, you know, reel myself in and say, okay, you you don't always have to do anything for people to respond like that. Right. Sometimes it is really them. Them. Yeah. It's not always you. Don't be trying to take the blame for everybody. For everybody, right. But I have done that so much in my past that it just, you know, it would always find its way into where I was. Even with Alfred and I, when we were dealing with some things, the Lord had to tell me and continue to remind me that, yes, you may not have been the kind of wife that he needed at the time, but nothing justifies um, a husband or a wife stepping out of the marriage, right, you know, right. and so you, yes, you, you, you get, you learn, you do better, but you don't pick yourself apart, you know, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't, you don't give justification to what somebody else does that's, you know, a bad decision or, you know. Yeah, okay. because what's wrong is wrong. What's wrong is wrong. Yes. Absolutely. And when, uh, speaking of, um, being alone or feeling alone or something like that, my, now I've had a, an issue with, when I really decided that this was the road that I was going to pick, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, to serve the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, before, you know, uh, I talked about this in a previous podcast, too, like, I'm referencing a uh-huh. lot of podcasts, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that I would g- get up and go to church on Sundays, yep. but, you know, I was really, the night before, being yeah. with somebody, yeah. I shouldn't have been with yeah. or doing yeah. some stuff. Yeah. But then when I really decided that, okay, I'm going to live a life for Christ, yeah. m- my circle got zero. Yeah. I ain't even going to yeah. say small. Yeah. It just became my husband and my children. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I don't know, how did you deal with that? For me, it it's been really hard because... People, I don't know why people think once you decide that you're going to live a life of Christ that you off limits now. Yeah, yeah. I get you that. You know, it's like a stigma. Yeah, I get that. Like, we can't have fun, and we can't still laugh. Yeah. And we can't still, yeah. Yeah. you know, play Y'all a hand of cards. Right, you right, know, I'm right, like, right, right. What is going on? I think, you know, uh, again, we get, because we got married so young, all of my friends... Um, when Alfred and I got married, they were still in college, or they had just started college. They didn't have any kids. They weren't married. You know, they was just doing the college thing, doing the young adult thing, and I was doing the adult adult thing. Yeah. We were married, and then three years after we got married, we had our first child. So, um, I was good at first. Like, I was like, you know, I'm getting married. I don't care what y'all do. You know, I was all like just gung-ho about that. 
But then as some time went on, you know, I started to look and was like, man, I just kind of feel like I'm missing out because I couldn't hang out with them anymore. I couldn't do what they were mm-hmm. doing. And, you know, and they kind of separated themselves like saying, well, girl, no, you, you got to be at the house or whatever. And that, that did initially bother me and it bothered me for a while. Um, and there really wasn't anything that I did special to make me not be bothered by it. I think I just got used to my new normal, which yes. was, you know, having my family, raising my family. Um, and it turned out not to be a bad thing. It was just a different thing. Yeah. Where I had been used to kind of hanging out and, you know, doing the girlfriends thing. I started, you know, my family just became everything to me. And um, I think it's crazy because I don't really think we realized when we, when I was in that at least, and, and it was like just my family, my family, my family, my girlfriends, they was out there doing, doing their thing. And I'm looking at them thinking, man, I wish I could do that. But they looking at me thinking, man, I wish I could find something like that. Even though, you know, at the time we may have been going through some stuff, we kept that really private. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me, it was just, you know, it just was getting used to my new normal um which wasn't a bad thing it was just something different yeah i kind of think that but some, i don't know I'm, I'm still transition it's been it's been some years yeah. now and i still kind of i don't know maybe um i just think about i thought i had like some real yeah friendship yeah 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 you know yeah. but then like you know when you don't get invited to stop getting invited places and things like that i'm just like but i'm still the same person right right i get that i i think that you know sometimes though i think we have to look at it from a perspective of you know were those really relationships were they really god relationships you know and i think you know we don't always see it that way because you know you think these are people that i love these are people that i've spent time with and then i want to continue to cultivate this relationship with um, but sometimes it's just you can't do that and be um, sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes it's just that you can't have that and this too. Right, you right. Know? I understand that. Um, but I will say the Lord really blessed us. Um, Alfred and I both really had the same group of friends um, that we grew up with that we've had since um, elementary school pretty much. And we're all still real close. So we remain close throughout the marriage, you know, and, and we we still are to this day. So um, throughout uh, becoming ministers mm-hmm. and stuff, pastors. It, you know, it, it was different for a season, um, especially in the beginning because we were so ministry-minded and trying to just focus on ministry and trying to get the ministry up and going. But as we kind of got used to that and kind of got a flow, yeah, it just kind of picked back up. And I know that those are people that we could call, like, for anything. They come, actually, one of, well, both of them actually belong to the church. One comes a little bit more than the other one because um, he works on Sundays. But but they both are very, um, have been very supportive. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a blessing. It, it has been a, yes, blessing. a blessing. It really has been. Okay, so I guess uh, we kind of been talking about this, about uh, your biggest disappointment. You know, like what was your biggest disappointment and what did you learn from that experience? Um, again, it would have to be just what I thought marriage was. Yeah, yeah. I know, Amy. Yeah. It's, not all, it's not a picky fence, is it? It is not. It is not. It is work. And it is. It can be heavy some days. That's what I say. It's another job. It is. It is. Um, one that I love. Yeah. You me know, too. Um, 
I just think, you know, when you don't really know how to navigate it real well, you can mess it up really bad. Um, but when you learn to navigate it, then it's not that you don't mess up anymore, but you just kind of know how to how to work through it a little bit better. Um, so Alfred and I, this year, November 7th, we'll be married 30 years. Wow. And um, so I think I've just kind of learned how to navigate it a lot better. Um, everything that we've gone through has definitely um, prepared me and, and helped me to be the person that I am now, which I would do it all over again to get back to where I am now because it's taught me so much um, about God. Yes. Like, just about his love and his patience and his forgiveness and all. It's taught me so much about God. Um, but I think that was probably the most disappointing thing because in your mind, you grow up and you just be thinking, like, as this little girl, oh, like you said, you're going to get married, I'm going to have a house, the white picket fence, we're going to have kids, and we're just going to be so happy. And it ain't nothing like that. Yeah, but, you know, for me, I was just thinking this when you were talking. I was like, you know, I don't even know. I don't know for you, but for me. <laughs> I don't even know why I was thinking like that because that's not what I saw. Right. Right. I don't know. Because that's definitely not what I saw. Yeah, yeah that's so true. That's so, But I think, you know, growing up, I know for me growing up, you know, reading like the fairy tales and stuff like that, I think you just in your mind, you just kind of, for me at least, I think that's just kind of what I envisioned it to be. But like you said, in real life, I had never seen that before yeah, in real life. Seen it. Yeah. You know, it just happened and I was just like, okay, that was an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it, that type of thinking sets you up um, to be disappointed. Yeah. It really does. So, yeah, speaking of what disappointment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sets you up to be disappointed. Um, but I'm grateful for it because, like I said, um, it has taught me so much and helped me to grow so much. And I think that, you know, going through all of that and that being where we are now, man, I, I'm telling you, I'd do it all over again if I knew that it was going to get me back here. Because right, you know, now we have an amazing relationship. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I someday sit and I'm like, is this for real, Lord? When you going to pull the rug on this? Because is this for real? But it's, it really is, it really is amazing. He has grown into an amazing husband, an amazing, always been an amazing father. But even through that, though, one of the things that I can say is, um, even though when he was being not the best husband, he's always been my best friend. Like, always been my best friend. So even in, and I know that doesn't really make any sense. No, you it think, does. Because in my mind, sense. when you were saying that, it was like, for me, I was like, best friend. Yeah. Now, why did you do that? Right. <laughs> right. And that's what it, it's like, not the best husband, not the best husband, but always, always, always been like the most amazing friend to me that I've ever had in my life. So I guess that goes back to that first question. When you talk about friends, you know, um, this was like my best friend, you know, and still is my best friend to this day. There is absolutely nobody on the planet that I would rather be with. Unless it's Jesus, there's nobody else I would rather spend my time with more than him. That's so sweet. It, it really is the truth. <laughs> it really, because even in the times when, when things were bad between us in our marriage as husband and wife, he never disappointed me as a friend. Never. Oh never disappointed me as a friend and I can't really explain how that is because again in my mind that sounds very like contradictory like how do you do this to somebody but then you say that that's your best friend it was never hidden you know we talked about it 
you know, now I did find out some of the times, but you know, he just always was still really friendly with me. And yes. I, I can't really explain it. I don't know. I can't explain it. It was just our thing, but because John was friends. We were friends before anything. Well, that, that that's yeah. probably was the, yeah. the main thing that yeah. helped everything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would have made it if we were I definitely don't think so, but yeah. 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 But I think that was probably, that marriage has been probably the biggest disappointment. But it has grown into the be, it grown into be uh, one of my greatest accomplishments, I think. Because I stuck with it, you know. Even when I was disappointed with it, even when it felt like it wasn't gonna be good. I, we stuck with it, and you know, yes, amen. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. For me, and my disappointments would, would have to be um, with me and Ronnie not being able to have a child mm-hmm. early in our marriage. Yeah. 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 I can only imagine. That was um, that was one of my biggest disappointments. Yeah. You know, in life. Um, Especially since I had already had children, right? And then I was, um, I was, I became bitter, mm-hmm. depressed, mm-hmm. Um, resentful, mm-hmm. you know, behind it because I was like, Lord, I didn't understand because I already had, right, had children. I'm right. like, well, what's wrong now? And then I started right. telling Ronnie, something wrong with you, right? Because <laughs> you know what? That's what it's got to be. I have to keep. Yeah. I'm just like, wait a minute now, because that I was so disappointed. Yeah. And so, but I had told the Lord, you know, hey, I'm just, I, I'm going to stop worrying about it, and I'm going to just start being happy with my life, yes. whether you do this or don't do yes, it. Yes, that's it. That's it. Because happiness is a choice. And yes. So, yeah. rather you give me this child that we want, mm-hmm. I'm going to still be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so... It, it happened just like you say so our marriage is still here yes you know so it, it happened we we ended up having a child yep. you know and so that my was, little friend yeah <laughs> and so but that was some really trying times for me yeah. uh filled with disappointment yeah. too yeah. you know yeah i mean devastation just just wow i don't know a whole yeah. bunch of emotions and feelings about that yeah definitely i can only imagine that I can only imagine because every time we've tried to have a kid, you know, we we had you had one. Yeah. I was and, gonna say you can yeah. pop you pop one out. Pop the here going out. I'm talking because you know I had four children right. already right. and right. I was just like, Oh my goodness, I, I what's what's wrong? You know, like I started doing like what you said, picking analyzing myself, myself yeah. picking yeah. myself apart yeah. and what's wrong with me, you know. And then the doctor I had said, Nothing's wrong with you mm-hmm. you know, and I was just like, Well why? And Ronnie was like, Well, if you don't wanna keep having them, just you know, keep having the miscarriage, we can just stop trying, yeah. you know, and things yeah. like that. But wow when I just stopped trying to uh control everything. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And just, you know how sometimes your post, I read all your posts talking about uh, just leave it alone, yep. just give it to the Lord yep. and all that stuff. Really, that really works. Yeah. It but does. it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It that, is. That was, that's by far one of the hardest things I do is trust the Lord. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Somebody else might say it's not hard, but it is. Especially when you, when you want something from him. Yeah. And you just want to trust what his words say no matter what. Right. And, and then you don't see it. Right. But then you don't see it. Right. Yeah. 
And yeah. then you don't see it. And then back in the back of me, he's like, Lord, I still trust you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go on about my business. Because yep. that's what he wants you to do. Yeah. Absolutely. He wants to say, I trust you, but go on, keep yeah. it on. Go on, keep smiling. <laughs> go on, keep doing, doing right. what you need. Right, right, go on, right. It'll come when I, when I tell when, it to in come. In my time. But yeah. <laughs> in my time. And we want his time to be our time, but it's just. I want it to be right now. Right now. Right yep. now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it amazing, though, how. Some of our biggest disappointments end up being some of our biggest blessings. Yes, because I'm, I promise you, I'm still like you. I was telling Ronnie just the other day, I'm still in shock and awe. Yeah. Over Joshua. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, I can't, believe, I cannot believe we have a, a kid. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. I know for some people, they probably get tired of me talking about it, girl, because I talk about it every chance I get because they don't understand what yep. I went through yep. The from all of the the miscarriages and then not just the miscarriages when I did end up pregnant then that was a whole nother struggle because I was on bed rest Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. majority of my pregnancy you know I had surgery doing it and all kinds of things so it was just a a long road getting to the blessing yeah yeah I guess I can say hurt too. Mm-hmm. I was hurt. Yeah. Oh, I felt hurt. Yeah. But 
that I didn't even want, I didn't even want to look at a pregnant person. Yeah. I didn't even want to see no babies. Yes. Uh, I think I told that uh, young lady I was talking to her, I said, if I'm not mistaken, in that time frame, I had a sister that had two babies in that time frame. And wow. I, well, I know one of those baby showers I didn't make it to because I couldn't, Just couldn't. I couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, you didn't come to my baby shower. You know, sometimes people don't understand, don't understand. Right. what you're dealing with and what right. you're going through. Right. Right. It's like, no, nah, I, I, I ain't going to be able to make it today. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, that was one of my um, biggest disappointments. Wow. Yeah. But I made it through. You did. Yeah. You did and got the blessing to prove it. Yes, ma'am. I got some proof. <laughs> yes, you do. Proof. Yes, you do. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have you, I'm going to ask you one more question okay. and I'm going to let you get out of here. Okay. So, have you ever thought about giving up on anything? If so, what was it and what gave you hope outside of your marriage? Yes. Um, probably ministry. Thought about giving up on ministry a lot of times. I can see that. Yeah. It's ministry is, especially when you want to do it the right way. And again, not trying to throw shade on nobody else, um, but just for me and for us. I wanted us, when we went into ministry, for us to do things in a way that people were going to feel the love. People were going to feel like the ministry was not just ours, but it was hours everybody's um um but i have even in that you know in ministry with there's been disappointments there because you 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 try to um what's the word you try to put yourself out there without any ill motive or ill intent towards anybody and you don't always reciprocate that back. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Because people be thinking, why are they doing that? Exactly. You know, like, do, do they have some type of ulterior motive? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then you have people who've been at the ministry who were, you know, who got angry for some reason and left. But there was really no ill intent behind anything that was done or said to you. But because you don't even give us a chance to, you know, talk things through like adults are just like two followers or believers of Christ. You just you just leave and then you start saying stuff about, you know, all of that, that has a way of really like playing on your mental, you know. Yes. Um, and so it makes you um, question if you're doing, you know, if you're doing the right thing, if you really heard God, it makes you question, you know, your own motives. Like I said, again, going back to that whole thing of really self-analyzing, um, and so there have been a lot of days where I tell Alpha, hey, look, Lord tell you tonight that we can peace out, then we can peace out. You know, we can close it down, we can move away, we don't nobody know us and just go and just live out the rest of our lives. Um, but every time we start feeling like that, the Lord always finds some kind of way to draw us back in. You know what? That's the same like with me. Okay, so <laughs> with this with what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, a lot of times I want to give up. Like, I had stopped doing the podcast for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I just want to give up. And I just like, you know, Lord, I just, you know, because of maybe like a comment somebody made yep. or something like that. And then it discourages me. And I'm just like, but I keep having to have self-talks with myself. Yep. You know, like encourage myself and yep. say, look, okay, do you remember the plans that the Lord gave yes. you? Do you remember yes. what, you know, the path that he told you to walk down? Although, like Pastor was saying the other day, although it don't look like what you think it should be looking like right, right now, right. 
I right. still need to stay the course. Yep. Yep. And so I sit back and I just be like, okay, Shanice. You know, I'm mm-hmm. talking to myself, mm-hmm. okay, Shanice. Mm-hmm. If you believe this is what God wants you to do, yeah. this is what the Lord told you to do, yeah. then you need to hold fast. Yeah. Yep. yep. Regardless of what it looked like. Yep. It don't matter if you just got one person listening today. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yep. So you just got to stay the course. Yes, that's it. And we've had some really good opportunities. Um, to go minister, you know, we, we had a few years ago, we did a, a, a talk show, TV show that was on uh, TV One or something. I can't even remember what it was. But at any rate, we had a whole show. Um, we got a chance to go speak at the Potter's House before, at, you know, TDJ. Yes. Um, you know, we've had an opportunity to work with this amazing company, Family Life. We, we've had some really good opportunities, but it's always like, you just never really get to where you think you should be. But then we always have people like that makes it so worth it because we'll be out somewhere, ain't even thinking about it, just on our mind, like, you know what, I'm just over this. You know, we ain't got to do this no more, whatever. Yes, I know. Trust me. Somebody will come up and say, I watch y'all on Facebook. I love y'all. Y'all don't know how y'all's talks have saved our marriage or, you know, how the teaching that you did on this really helped me to make it through this tough time. And then when they walk off, we look at each other like, wow. You know, yeah, because that's, that's what, what I do to my about. husband. I say, you know, I'm like, you know, Ronnie, you know, I don't know if I want to do this. And then, like, yeah. I get an email from yep. somebody. Yep. And then they were talking, well, I listen. Yes, never. every single time I said, oh, I said, I guess I got to go in here and do this. Yeah. And you keep, it's amazing what you will do just for that one person. And yes. that's just like God is, how he will leave the 99 and go well, after yeah, that, that one. one. Yeah, at that one I'm person. Like, oh, see? Yep. If I and you start thinking in your mind, if I don't do it for nobody else, I gotta keep going just for that one just person. Just for that one person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Yep. So that I think that's probably the thing that I wanted to give up on. Not just once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five times, but probably a whole bunch. Well, hey, a whole bunch you of and times. me both. You and me both. Yep. But you know, like I said, I just keep reminding myself why I'm doing it too. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. That why. Yeah, that yeah. helps me. You know, mm-hmm. I say why. Mm-hmm. Well, I really do appreciate you. I appreciate you. Coming out and sitting and talking to me. I thought we was going to be on the couch. I know. And I can be like, here I am sitting on the couch. On the couch. Well, we could have said it. Well, we were on the couch. We were on we the were couch. We were on the couch. We, yeah. I was like, okay, here I am okay. sitting on the couch. But okay. anyway, yes, I enjoy talking with I you enjoy today. I talking You're to gonna you. You going to come back? I will. You, you just tell me come back and talk to me again. Absolutely. I'm going to have to find some really good mushy stuff to talk about So we can time. cry and stuff. Yeah. Just have a tissue ready. Just have a tissue ready? Have a tissue ready. <laughs> and we, we can have us a, a, cry, a cry podcast. A pod cry. Well, pod cry. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. All right, y'all. So thank you for listening today. I appreciate it. Um, you can go to www.shaniecepbrown.com if you want to know any more information about the podcast or if you want to support Shanice P. Brown. Have a great day. Bye.